Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. I have a particular topic on my mind today, and that's unity. Let's let's pray about it. For such a time as this, we pray we praise you, O God, for all you have done. In your love you created us, in your mercy you forgave us, and in your grace you saved us. I pray today for unity of your children, Father. We cannot always agree as people, but may we agree in love and serve you and one another. In your word in Ecclesiastes, we read, Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. And threefold cord is not quickly broken. Father, we know that you want your people to be together. Your children. You want us to be together in righteousness, in your word, on our knees in prayer. Unite us, O God. Unite us, Abba Father. Bring us together for the good of your kingdom. Bring us together in love and in peace. For right now this nation is divided. May we be a people that will unite. For such a time as this, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. We were never in this together, as the old saying was going last year. But they were. They were in this together, and they still are. Who are they? Well, the politicians, especially the Democrats, but many of the Republicans as well. The media, most of them, the bureaucrats, such as Fauci and the and uh, Dr. Dirks, many of the unions, especially the teachers' union. It goes on and on and on. Watching Gutfeld on Fox on the late evenings, he throws out a topic on his panel of guests, and they spit out ideas and opinions. Some are humorous, some are a little crass, and some, well, they actually make a little sense. One evening, they actually confessed the phrase, we're in this together, was not truthful. Gutfeld confessed he never missed a paycheck, and none of them there in that room did. They had a few adjustments, perhaps, but nothing that stopped their world or threatened their livelihood. The D.C. occupiers are bragging, pretending to argue on yet another massive spending bill. 
It's for our own good, you know. Writing a bad check has always been a criminal offense, especially if you get over a certain dollar amount. It's looked at as theft. Yet the politicians who are in this together have no trouble spending money, your money. That simply isn't there. I read uh, a little paragraph from Ed Martin this morning. It says, Americans have become totally comfortable with Congress spending money in amounts too big for the human mind to grasp. However, the number we should keep in mind is two, the number two. More specifically, we should remember that Congress can only fund these gargantuan spending bills one of two ways. They can tax we the people to get the money, or they can just print more of it, which inevitably means massive inflation. Either way, the American people come out losers when big government passes these massive spending bills. Because, you know, they're in that together. If there's ever a time that there is no problem with partisanship or nonpartisanship, it's when they're spending your money or spending the money. The politicians would have us believe that their policies, these spending programs, are all for our own good. They're, they care so deeply about us. They're necessary. Again, they lie. But our founding fathers recognized the term necessary even back then as the tyrannical king implemented necessary acts and necessary taxes and necessary mandates and necessary regulations. The... Uh, William Pitt, Earl of Chapman, said necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants. It is the creed of slaves. You need to write that down. Write it down. Necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants. It is the creed of slaves. Now, we're not talking about the necessary items as food and air and water. We're talking about the necessities that the tyrants would tell you. We have to do this. We have to break all the, um, all the, uh, landlords so the renters can rent free, and yet the landlords say, but they're even buying boats. They're doing something else with the money, <coughs> but they're not paying the rent. And then the, the landlords, what are they supposed to do? How are they to pay their bills? Yep, the D.C. occupiers are in this together. We should be together against it. We should be against it together. The same party that hosts the kingly Democrat king of New York, you know, Cuomo. We're not going to get into the Cuomo because that's everywhere else except on Chris Cuomo's show. It tells us that there are more than two sexes. They're all about sex, you know. All 58 sexes. <laughs> and now they, the same ones that are pulling for, you know, right now they're angry at Cuomo. But before he was, he was their king, 
the king of governors. He just could do no wrong, even though he did no right. But now they're turning on him. But if you think it's because they care about these women that he's assaulted or embarrassed or harassed or abused, you're wrong. However, the very same ones that were giving him a pass and gave the, I believe it was the governor of Louisiana a pass and some of the others, that they gave him a pass on the sexual stuff. They wanted men, convicted criminals, who identified as females, to be put in the female prisons because they shouldn't be put in with the men, right? Well, who knew? Who knew there is now at least one pregnant biological female out of the prisons there in California? Wait. Not a biological male who thinks he's a female. He's not pregnant or she's not pregnant. But a biological female who apparently hung out with the biological male female. Guess he still has those parts that function in a male way. You know, the sex chromosomes are referred to as X and Y. And their combination determines a person's sex. Typically, human females have two X chromosomes, while male possess an X and a Y. This XY sex determination system is found in many mammals, as well as some reptiles and plants. I suppose you can deny science, but biology will still be. But it is. You can pervert it. But it will still be what it is, according to science. Behavior, well, that is nature. And when you pervert or put the XX and the XY together, stuff happens. You can, you can deny biology, biology, but biology won't be denied. Who knew? Anybody with a lick of sense knew. I think we told them. If they put them in there, somebody's going to get pregnant. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and let's be in this together, and we'll be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty, the new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them, 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining, or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. 
Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have Daniel with me today. Daniel, the topic is, we were never in this together, but they were. How are you doing today, my friend? (laughs) (laughs) I am great, and happy Friday to you and your wonderful listeners. Oh, thank you. I hope you have a good weekend planned. We're going to go down to Rudy's Lake Place and... uh, we bought this inflatable island, and we're all going to get in it and be silly. Probably drown. I don't know. <laughs> I'll wear my belt. I'm not a good swimmer. I'll wear my belt. weekend. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You do the same. I have a question for you, and then I'll let you just, whatever's on your chest, get it off. So we got this uh, from the morning brew, and they were talking about uh, who's going to pay for this, These this big tax thing that they're going to uh, pass. Anyway... The idea was who's going to pay for it. It's a tax hike on the horizon. And, nope, they said it's not a tax hike. But the White House said the money will come from reclaiming unused COVID aid funds, collecting unpaid taxes on cryptocurrency investments, and this is the one I wanted you to comment on, and selling billions of dollars worth of our oil from reserves, from our oil Mm -hmm. reserves. Have you heard that? I have not heard about the selling of the strategic oil reserves. I don't think there's a need to because um, they are strategic in case they're And while oil is flowing, why would we tap into reserves? Why don't we keep our reserves in case something does happen? And things do happen. 
right? There are always accidents. There are storms. Um, if something were to happen like the Colonial Pipeline, right? I mean, that's mm. why, despite that being a terrible couple of days, and it was very inconvenient and, and, and unfortunate for many people, no doubt I'm not minimalizing it, but as a nation, and we mean a huge problem because we do have reserves. We do have a plan B in place. If we had a good president, plan B would have put in place very quickly. Um, but he preferred to milk that storm and watch people suffer because he hates the industry and he hates Americans. Um, but there's no reason to tap into our reserves. We should hold on to them for that emergency moment. Well, but will they? I mean, probably. The thing is, is, is he's not that wise a president. Is he smart enough to hold on to it, or do they really want to break this country enough to actually sell our reserves and then leave us completely, completely dependent on something else? And then when it goes down, when the when the windmills can't windmill and the and the, the solar panels have no sun, what's going to happen? <laughs> Exactly. Then you turn to the government, and that is yes. the, the desired goal. The desired yes. goal is I to agree. make the government your your hero, salvation. And so when the electricity grid does falter, people turn to the government and they say, what will you do to help us? That, that, that is the way our society is structured. And that's what the Biden administration wants. Remember, private property is autonomy and liberty, and they don't want autonomy. They want dependency. Fossil fuels are autonomy and liberty, and they don't want that. They want dependency. And mm -hmm. so the goal is to break the backs of the American will so that you turn to government in, in, in every for everything, just the way we turn to government now. Are we allowed to go to church? Can, can I go into the store? I'm not sure. Am I allowed to get on this plane or what? We, we, we ask the government for our permissions, and, and, and instead of telling the government what they're not allowed to do, we now ask the government what we are allowed to do. That's a reversal of the American ethos and the American experiment, and it's what the socialists have wanted for decades. They're finally now achieving it, so now they're going full throttle to achieve it in every other aspect of society. And I would think that even the registered Democrats who listen to the show, maybe rolling their eyes around from time to time, could actually see this. When did you think as an American, you have to think when you get in your car, can I go here? Yeah. Am I free to, to go to this grocery store or do I need to go to a different grocery store or do I need to send somebody else to the grocery store or do I need to call them and have them set my groceries on my foot, on my, uh, front porch because I didn't get a vaccine or, you know, I mean, this is, this is getting to be ridiculous. What's yeah. going on? Yeah, it really is. And just look at the way this uh, this philosophy, and it is a philosophical difference, right? It is not, we used to believe, and maybe this is my, my childhood days of, of Reagan versus Mondale or even uh, Bush versus Clinton. We used to believe that we all wanted the same things. Mm. We just had different ways to achieve it. Exactly. And that that has to be removed from our lexicon. They don't want the same thing. Um, they, they, they don't have the same view of the world. They want, look at the, the, the representative yesterday who said something, uh, pretty shocking and totally honest. 
and no one flinched. And it was Representative Cory Bush, I believe. Suck it up. <laughs> Missouri? Is she from your state? She's, she's from the state of St. Louis. She's from the state. <laughs> who said she, she wants the government to pay for her private, her private security, but she thinks we should abolish the police. She oh, yeah. doesn't want the same goals. She she knows she needs private security, but she doesn't care if you want security. She her wants body, the police gone. Her body's worth being here. Yes. Her body's worth yeah. protecting, but not yours. You're just a peon. No. It, this is woman not... is absolutely, any time an elected official tells you to suck it up, you need to suck them out of their office. They need to that, be done. That is... That is very well said, and that is not the, that is not someone who wants the same thing for all Americans and has two different ways to achieve it. She wants a different life, a better life for her, and she doesn't care about you. Um, right. Many, many years ago, I think one of the very first shows I was on with you when Bernie Sanders was still a presidential candidate um, in, in 2016, mm-hmm. and, and I, I, I remember saying something I genuinely believe, Bernie Sanders is not a communist. He says he's a communist, and he talks about he is not a communist. He is a communist party leader, because at the height of the Soviet Union, while their people were starving, the leaders had caviar and vodka. The leaders had cars and phones and TVs. The leaders had Western television programs pumped into their homes and Western radio and blue jeans. The leaders had a fine life. Bernie Sanders is a, is a Communist Party leader. He doesn't care if the people suffer. He doesn't care if he, look, look at him. He has three homes. He's decrying an eviction moratorium saying you can't, but, but you own three homes. He doesn't see the world through your eyes. He sees it through his eyes. And the system he and Cory Bush and AOC want to set up works very well for them. They don't care about you because it's not about you. No, it's not. And, you know, these landlords that are not getting any rent, not getting any help or very little help, what's going to happen to those buildings? Are those buildings going to go on the auction block? Is corporate America going to buy it up, or is the government going to get it and they're going to become government buildings? They don't want private property. No. You're absolutely right. They will... They will default on their mortgage because they're not getting any rental income. Look, where I live in the country, many people have little tiny houses on their farm that for $1,000 a month they rent, you know, to farmhands, to uh, uh, people who – to farmhands. Mm-hmm. Um, that $1,000 a month is, is make a break for their mortgage. So what happens when you default on your mortgage? The bank will swoop up, and then who will buy it from the bank? Someone like BlackRock, right, which is buying a property left and right. They don't want you owning private property. They want big banks to open, run private property. They want big hedge funds to own property. Um, and, and so that's exactly what this eviction moratorium is. It's not about, oh, the poor people, they can't afford their rent. The goal no, care less about is them. not to help them. Yeah, the goal is to have private property return to who should have it in their philosophy, government. And the American people need to wake up. You know, like I said, we were never in this together, but they are. And and there's a lot of Republicans that are in with these Democrats. And um, there's some that aren't. But we need to stop and look at what they've been doing for decades. 
taking us away from private property, whether it's property tax, not, not every state has that, but even your taxes. If you don't pay your taxes by, they're going to snap up your property right like that. So there are ways to get around that, but they are against private property. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this is the war that we are facing. This is what Obama did 12 years ago with Obamacare. We, take, we, we were moving towards taking away your health care and putting into government health care. We're moving away from having private housing to having government housing, etc. This is the shift if, that we have to fight. And if a government can tell you you have to take a vaccine or else, they can tell you, well, you're not worth the cancer treatment. You're not worth this. You're not worth that. You're close to dying anyway. We'll just stick you all over here. We have this new apartment complex we just happened to uh, fall into, and we'll put you all there. And you can stay there. But you don't need health care because yeah. you're too expensive. The same same government, the <laughs> same people. Oh, my goodness. That didn't leave me in a very good frame of mind, Daniel. Sorry. Swimming, it will make you feel better. Yes, absolutely. God bless you. Have a great weekend. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. And we have in terms of listening to CSC Talk Radio this week, Beth Ann. You know, when we really get down to it and we see what's happening in this country, it, it is. We try to joke and we try to see the lighter side of it, but it is not. It is no longer a joking matter. It's not funny that the politicians lie to us. It's not funny that they legislate against our Constitution and against us. The left will continue to stand together with their insanity. Hopefully, the American people will start standing together against the insanity and the tyranny of the left. I mentioned to you yesterday, and this is just another example of they are in this together and we are not. Twitter partners with the AP and Reuters to control misinformation that's put out there. To block you, to stop you, and to tattletale on you. YouTube, it says here from, this is a comment from Rachel Bobbard. YouTube has censored at least two senators now, as well as sworn testimony from doctors in a Senate committee hearing. She says, I'm sorry, but this is insane. So if you you have a doctor's degree or you are a scientist, but you have a different opinion than the left with their climate change and their ideas of there are 58 sexes or that... COVID is one thing or the other, and you have an opposite opinion or a varying opinion, not even a totally opposite opinion, you're going to be blocked. You're going to be censored. And there was a professor yesterday I told you about. Well, maybe that was just Rudy I told about that. Yeah, it came in while I was on the air. A professor from Baylor that said anybody who's criticizing Fauci is guilty of hate speech. It's a hate crime. And there should be something done about them. That is the implied. In Beth's opinion, 
Fauci is no different than a war criminal. I was sharing that blurb from that professor with someone else yesterday, one of my sons, actually, and he said, he kind of went off, they can't do that, blah, 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 blah. Then he said, you know what, that professor, he just wants a nice, big, juicy grant from Fauci for his university. I said, well, that's probably true. You know, they are in this together. And their together is against you, America. The January 6th committee, I have a little something about that here. Rudy gave me several uh, quotes today that I am going to share later. But Tom Fenton has made some comments. And some others have made some comments. I, I shared with you yesterday some of Pat Buchanan's comments about this January 6th committee. It's it's not a real investigation. It's a real frame-up is what it's all about. But Fenton, and this is rather lengthy, uh, but he was on Newsmax and he was telling them, and you can go to Newsmax.com and you can get their articles and such there and you can watch their show on on the, on the computer. Judicial Watch is what Tom Fenton is with, has filed a lawsuit seeking details in the questions surrounding the death of Ashley Babbitt during the January 6th incident. Now, she was the only one that was actually killed in that incident. It says, the incident's at the Capitol has obtained a trove of emails containing more than 1,000 pages of organization, President Tom Fenton tells Newsmax, the information raises questions about the delays in reporting details of the Air Force veteran's death. Whether she was in the right or whether she was in the wrong, she was murdered. She was shot she was defenseless as she was coming into the building. She was coming in a broken uh, broken window, according to the video. But we're not allowed to know who shot her. According to Lying Schiff, we're not supposed to know that because they're protecting that man's life. We know that's not true. That is not the reason they're not telling it's a scandal of epic proportions that we still don't have basic information about the only person who died via homicide on January 6th, Fenton said. In theory, we shouldn't have to sue the, for the information like this because there's this. How is it you would describe it as anything other than a cover-up? Was it the Trump impeachment, one of the reasons they withheld information from the American people about how about how all these people died? <laughs> there, I told you one reason that this committee was so important to Nancy Pelosi is to cover up what knowledge she had prior to it that day. What are the reasons that she chose to not prepare the Capitol for such a crowd as what was going to be gathering? I mean, it's just common sense when you have a crowd of that magnitude, that size. There's going to be some rowdiness. 
even even with conservatives, <laughs> there's going to be some rowdiness. I'm surprised some of them weren't dressed up like Indians, ready to toss some tea overboard. I'm saying this in jest. I know everybody's appalled at what they saw that day. What I saw was not good. But when you stop and think about all of this, that they're in this together against you and I. Pelosi calling the Capitol, which is that people's house, the temple of democracy. That leaves her to be the head prostitute, does it not? The things she are she are doing, the things she are is doing, I'm going to say that wrong a couple of times. It's Friday. The things she's doing go against your Constitution. They go against all reason and all common sense. You have an investigation where you can't figure something out. They've already figured it out. They're trying to make it fall the way they want it to fall. They already know what happened. They already know that Trump called and offered to have National Guard there that day. And Pelosi denied it. I can't help but wonder. It's sad that these officers have committed suicide. But I can't help but wonder, are these the ones that were helping the people in and they needed to keep them quiet? And pressure was on? What's going on? We don't know. You know why we don't know? Because they don't want you to know. They have all kinds of video of what happened that day at all different angles. Why can't America see it? It's our house. Why can't we see it? Let us know what happened, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We need to know. And if Pelosi is guilty, which I do believe she is, America should know it. And California should get rid of her. She's nothing but a piece of plastic anyway. That's all that's left to her. They have gone against us in every way, shape, size, and form. And this pandemic has been used and is continuing to be used. They will not, they want to lock down America again. Lock you into your homes. Are they going to march around our communities like they are in Australia to make sure you don't come out and breathe any fresh air, by golly? But they're not locking down the borders. The variants are coming across. What is a variant? What is it? The virus kind of makes a different virus. He kind of he's, The virus is trying to survive like any flu virus. That's why they don't get the flu right a lot of times. They have to figure out which one is going to be what the variant is this year. They don't know. And they don't know about this one either. But you can't blame the vaccinated and you can't blame the unvaccinated. You can blame Fauci. You can blame Pelosi. You can blame Biden. He's guilty. He's guilty. He's guilty of an invasion of the United States at the border. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
the business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend CoverWallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. CoverWallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call CoverWallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. John O'Leary is coming to Springfield's VK Foundation's annual pro-life event. As a curious nine-year-old, O'Leary played with fire and gasoline and created a massive explosion, burning 100% of his body. This epic story of survival is one of that embraces life and its importance when the odds are stacked against you. John's emotional storytelling, sharp wit, and authenticity make each of his presentations truly transformational. John has inspired millions from top corporate executives to those overcoming their own suffering. He's authored two books, including the number one national bestseller, On Fire, The Seven Choices to Ignite a Radically Inspired Life. John supports Vitae's pro-woman approach, which effectively reaches women facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources. Come see John O'Leary at the Vitae Foundation Springfield Pro-Life event on Friday, August 27th at the White River Conference Center in Springfield, Missouri. Get your tickets at adsforlife.org. That's adsforlife.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I've finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. 
The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. Turn to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Friday, I kind of take a day to rant. Not that I don't rant all the other days. But it's been on my mind. It's been on my heart. And I think it was just planned to be on today because I've had this this topic on my heart, on my mind, all week long. And every time I was prepping for the show, I couldn't remember what it was. (laughs) And it was driving me nuts. And then I told Rudy right after the show, oh, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to talk about that. We were never in this together. It infuriates me when I see this. It infuriates me when I see the commercials from Fox, on Fox News at night, and all these talk show hosts coming together telling you to wear your masks, coming together to tell you. And then Laura Ingram has her show with all these doctors that say, I don't know any good, da-da-da, and to get a vaccine. They're all in this together. Not with us. The January 6th committee. They are in this together against the republic. Including those republicans, so-called, that are on there. Locking down Americans while keeping the invasion open at the borders. Together. They are together, this administration, against the people against the republic. Legislating to restrict, ban, confiscate guns or ammo, they are together against your constitutional rights. Forcing vaccines on Americans, forcing masks on Americans and on our children, lying about the numbers of hospitalized and the numbers of deaths, censoring, we do not, let me remind you, too many people have died. But we do not have mass graves. Censoring Americans if they disagree with them. Selling our oil reserve, even thinking about selling our oil reserves. Destroying American history or removing it. Teaching our children to hate because of color, of who they are. Instead of telling them to love who you are, God made you who you are, they're telling you to hate who you are. You were born white, you poor little child, defunding the police, removing ICE, removing the protection of the people, allowing criminals to go free. Climate change is the biggest lie of all, to take your private property, to take your rights, to to remove your pursuit of happiness. Sexual perverts confusing our children in the schools, destroying the family, robbing choices from the citizens. Yep, they're in this together. It's time for us to be a united America. We need to come together. Not for the good of the whole community, but for liberty and justice for all. We need to come together. 
What can we do, Beth? You know, I'm a simple-minded person. <laughs> get informed. Get educated. I've been talking about these Voice of the Patriot letters. They're not mine. I don't own them. Somebody else wrote them. They're, they're unknown to me as to who writes them. I have a clue, but I do not know. Mark Levin wrote this book, American Marxism. He wants it to be like, like Tom, Thomas Paine. But you know what the difference is between Thomas Paine's articles and pamphlets? He wasn't selling them. He was giving them away. The Voice of the Patriot are a giveaway to you. I was typing it out. I get them, they're all typed out. But then I want them in my computer, so I'm retyping them into my computer. And I was I'm kind of behind. I was on number four. We're waiting for number eight to come. And I was inspired by his words, once again, inspired. Things that we know but we need reminded of every day. You have the power, America. You're the ones in charge. Not some little gal up in St. Louis and say, suck it up. That little girl needs to be disciplined. She wasn't wealthy when she got into politics, but she's very, very wealthy right now. And she's telling the American people, when she wants you to defund your police, and she's spending all kinds of money for security, you need to suck it up. No, we're not going to let you have guns. And no, you can't have extra ammo. No, no, no. You just need to suck it up. Life is hard. Criminals are out there. You're going to get shot. That's just the way it is. Suck it up. But I have security and a little gold crown because my body's worth it. She's an arrogant, full of herself, conceited woman. She needs to be taken out of office, sucked right out of her position. She needs to be taught a lesson, America, in St. Louis. You need to pay attention to these people. They're not for you. It doesn't matter what your skin color is. They don't care about you. They tell you to suck it up. H.L. Mencken. Now, he's the one who wrote the 545 verses, 300 million. He's deceased now. In fact, that was one of the last things he did before he passed away. But this is a quote from him. The urge to save humanity is almost always a false front for the urge to rule. Your legislators don't care about your life, your liberty, and they sure don't care whether you're happy or not. In fact, they don't like it if you're happy. C.S. Lewis, we all know him. If you don't read his writings, you've probably heard of the movie Narnia. Well, that came from his books. All of tyrannies, of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. <laughs> it's for your own good to get a vaccine, Rudy. Donald Boudreau, 
He is an American economist, author, and professor. Behind all the marble and pageantry in Washington is nothing more than a cabal of con artists out to rob innocent people of their wealth and liberties. And you can see that that's exactly what's happened. They can be worth nothing until they get into office, and then they become wealthy. Wealthy. Not just a little wealthy. Millionaires. Some of them are more than that. This is from Helena Cassadine. She's a fiction character on the American soap opera General Hospital. Ah, yes, truth. Funny how everyone is always asking for it, but when they get it, they don't believe it because it's not the truth they wanted to hear. The truth is, climate change is a lie. The truth is, the pandemic is over. The virus is still here. The truth is, lockdowns don't work. The truth is, masks don't work. The truth is, you have been fooled, America. And you get poorer, and they get richer. Those D.C. occupiers occupying offices and cutting deals, they were always in this together against you. And it's time you came together against them to bring America home. Yeah, this is David in engineering. This is your wife in suburbia. Oh, hi, hon. What's up? How's the robot coming? Well, it doesn't exactly respond to requests mm. yet, but I'm... Well, I know how frustrating that can be. You do? Uh-huh. I'm still waiting for my romantic lunch date. Oh, yeah. David. Well, I must not have enough memory uh, allocated. Uh-huh. Sorry. You know, your son said mama today. Really? Uh-huh. Well, we'll have to have that sound chip changed to data. Well, you could reprogram it yourself, you know. I know. Hey, why don't we do it over lunch today? Oh, you really are brilliant. Thanks. You want me to bring the robot? David. He can order pasta in 11 languages. Only if he pays for his own lunch. Okay. Oh, don't forget to bring Chip. Oh, I still wish we had named him that. Well, why? It beats general default. Oh. Family. Isn't it about time? Do you know that a baby processes information three times faster than an adult? An adult what? Engineer. Funny, funny. I'll see you soon. I can't wait. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I reinstated a policy first put in place by President Ronald Reagan, the Mexico City policy. I strongly supported the House of Representatives' pain-capable bill which would end painful late-term abortions nationwide. And I call upon the Senate to pass this important law and send it to my desk for signing. We are protecting the sanctity of life and the family as the foundation of our society. And most importantly of all, it is the gift of life itself. That is why we march, that is why we pray, and that is why we declare that America's future will be filled with goodness, peace, joy, dignity, and life for every child of God. 